0: Hello and welcome to the Season 2 of TechForce Podcast Show. I'm your host, Shivani. Well, NFTs, Metaverse and Web3 is something that we're going to talk about today. Gaming to fashion to music to now even banking industry is entering the Metaverse. What is it? Why Web3 is something you should know about? And why is everyone talking about NFTs? Let's talk about it with our guest today, Paul. Hey, Paul. Hi.
1: Hi, Hi, Shivani. How are you this morning?
0: I'm good. How are you this morning?
1: I'm doing fantastic. I'm so happy to be here.
0: All right. Well, welcome to the show. You are the first guest of season two. How are you feeling about that?
1: Uh, fantastic. I mean, it's a it's a great honor to work with uh, you and uh, TechForce, uh, which is a global sensation in this space. And so I'm very honored to be here.
0: Uh, thanks for the kind words, Paul. Uh, OK, uh, can you tell our listeners what do you do?
1: Well, I own NFT Creative Group, which is an umbrella for several web three properties and uh one being pfpdaily.com which is a a comic based on the nfts that i've purchased and we're on season six now and uh also web 3v2 and several other things in the space
0: all right for those of you who don't know what it is i will be pinching the link in the. In the comment section, wherever I post this, and we will be getting the links of uh, uh, NFT Web three in the description of this podcast. Uh, So, well, like the metaverse is here, and I was just telling the audience before you joined the show, like we are already into metaverse, like we are slowly stepping up into metaverse so what are your views on metaverse what all industries do you think can be completely disrupted uh, by shifting in metaverse
1: well i think i think everything is going to be disrupted Uh, i i don't see any business that out is outside of the metaverse that will not one day be inside of the metaverse Whether You're talking about uh, a travel agency. You're going to need people. You're going to need to show people around the metaverse who don't know how to navigate inside there. So, you know, that's just a simple example. But, you know, um, I see every single piece of the outside world uh, inside the metaverse. I think it's just going to disrupt everything.
0: Right. I mean, I just like the latest news where that uh, uh, these banks are also entering into Metaverse. And it, I recently saw a cute video of people exploring how you can go to banks inside of Metaverse and doing regular uh, your transactions and like t- talking up to other people over there and doing the things that you do in a bank. So this is a really cool thing that is happening right now. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, All the financial transactions uh, that you have in real life will also take place in the metaverse. Um, You will memorialize family members in the metaverse. Uh, It's, it's a place where you can, you can set up uh, so many different businesses and things that uh, are on the outside world. And, you know, the real interesting thing about it is things that can't exist in the real world, they can in the metaverse. Uh, You know, QR codes are in the real world, but they become exponentially more important in a place like the metaverse, because you can load so many more things into that QR code and it's just going to be an amazing next few years to see where the technology takes us
0: all right yes exactly that's what i'm saying like recently there was an incident like there were recently two weddings that in india that happened in metaverse and like two developers were getting married and they gave the like the invitation uh, in the form of a QR code or some code to the guest list, and the guest had to enter into like their wedding. There were dance performances and metaverse, and it was really cool mm-hmm. to uh, know that our regular life is now turning into like a whole another life where people can uh, do and see and be who they actually wanted to be, you know.
1: Oh, yeah. It, it, it really is an experiential kind of thing so that you experience it in a new way, but you also can continue to experience it because it doesn't necessarily go away ever. And so when you're talking about something like a wedding, you know, now we look at photographs and video of a wedding. Well, Weddings in the metaverse will live forever and for hundreds of years, that information will be there. It's just it's just an incredible, credible time. Uh, and, you know, Web3 is just changing everything.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, OK, so uh, let's talk about NFTs for now. Like we all know what NFTs are like by now. Everyone is aware about non fungible tokens. Uh, so like, why do you think that NFTs are the future? Like, what are the pros and cons of NFT world for artists and for the buyers? Like, both.
1: Well, as, as my, my friend Shauna says, and another friend Richard talks about, uh, an NFT is really just buying a link. I mean, at the end of the day, an NFT is you purchase a link on the blockchain to whatever property that you have the pro is th- there are honest people that will give you exactly what you're looking at the con yeah. is you can also buy an nft that looks one way and receive a nft in your wallet that is completely different than what you thought you purchased and so right, you know as, as with the work the real world you have nefarious characters and it translates into the NFT world. Uh, There was an article that was talking about um, this NFT that was released that was supposed to be this one picture. And when the person bought it and they got it in their wallet, it was a totally different picture. And, you know, that's, that's kind of a con of NFTs. That said, you know, ultimately The NFT world, as we know it, which is a consumer consumer business, is going to be a B2B play. And that's really when NFTs are going to take off. Because let's say the copy machine that you need paper for, you will buy an NFT of the paper from the paper company. It will live on the blockchain. That will be your receipt, and you will receive the paper that you purchase from them. So I think I think everything is going. Business to business is going into NFTs at some point. Now it's really early. I've I've tried to work with businesses on this, but it's really really early for them to understand. You can have a paper receipt for let's say the paper the 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 copy paper that we're talking about. Um, to prove that you bought it, but it doesn't give the same amount of proof as living on the blockchain. So when you when you buy that paper for your copy machine and you have it as an NFT living on the blockchain, that changes everything. And, you know, the, the entire supply chain of the entire world is going to be affected when business to business gets into the NFT business, if that makes sense. <laughs>
0: Right, it does make sense. Like currently, the uh, market cap of NFT is like <laughs> off the roof. You know, it, yeah. NFTs from say characters to a simple drawing made by a child. Right, like the, I recently saw an NFT. for was a simple drawing that we make in schools. And that was listed on OpenSea and like people were uh, like someone uh, wanted to wanted to uh, mint like his, uh, his or her child's uh, NFT. Like- right.
1: Well, I tell you, you know, I've talked to a couple of people about that. Like I would like to take, let's say, Mrs. Morgan's third grade class and have them draw something and then mint that something as an nft they could make money and have a college tuition paid for by the time that they graduated high school if the if the nft could sell and sell again and sell again and that is one of the pros of nfts is typically there is a commission after the sale you continue to make money sale after sale after sale. And so when it comes to the pros of an NFT, especially in the consumer world, you can, you can make money the rest of your life on something you did in third grade. And so, you know, we've been, we've been talking to some people about that, you know, taking a couple of classes, uh, third grade, second grade, you know, just children and using that as a long-term experiment for like the next 10 to 15 years to see what would happen if we could pay their college and they could live financially secure based on something that they did in third grade it's just it would just be interesting
0: yeah that is interesting but like uh, talking about that like isn't it a problem that like nft uh, minting is a bit expensive for the artists like how can we solve this problem because i am I've been uh, looking at the people who are new into this thing. They face, like, okay, the gas fee is too high. The minting is really expensive. Uh, what about I want to enter the digital world, but they are not able to. So uh, uh, what do you think we can do here as, like, different businesses and as uh, we are marketing NFTs? And we are, like, approaching them also to enter into the digital world. So how we can help them?
1: Well, one thing you have to consider when it comes to if you're a a a small digital artist, you're doing your, you've already bought the software that you need in order to create the art that you do on the computer. In the in the real world, you have canvas and paint and pencils and uh, an easel and all of the things, and those are very very expensive. Uh, By the time you add up becoming uh quote unquote becoming an artist in the real world it's expensive it's not i wouldn't think it's more or less expensive than a digital artist putting something as an nft it minting can cost a lot when gas is high especially if they're on the ethereum blockchain but the polygon matic uh blockchain is a a lot less expensive um
0: yeah
1: but it's they're just not as popular you know ethereum was the first one out and just about everything is built on the ethereum network as far as an nft and those tend to have the more uh trusted um how how do you say they they tend to be more trusted as an nft than something on Tali or 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 something else so you know my advice to small digital artists who have an nft you know when you create something you're really excited about it like when i was writing songs i would finish a song and i would think man this is the greatest song of ever i've got to go to the recording studio and get it recorded well maybe wait for the price to come down on recording <laughs> for yeah, you know i, like- I mean yeah you can really you can really build yourself up into thinking i just created the greatest piece of art in the world i've got to release it right now when if you just wait seven days it might cost you a couple hundred dollars less and you still have it in the public so you know that's a personal decision for people but you know i don't i don't necessarily see that that minting is going to be less expensive um it could because competition is definitely heating up between coinbase coming on board looks rare uh, opensea of course Um, they're going to start they're going to have to compete with each other which means that they're going to have to compete on the fees that they charge and so you know it's just a matter of time
0: we all will be competing with each other providing the less price for everyone to be on it uh from web one web two from web three to web 3.0 right now we have evolved the online world in a very very every 10 years i would put like 10 years as a round figure right like every 10 years there is something magnificent happening uh, uh in like in the internet world or online right so Currently, there was a discussion that I saw that there is a difference. Some people say that Web 3 and Web 3.0 are different, and some people are saying they both have the same thing. It's just uh, it's just a, like a numbers thing. So uh, what are your views on that? Like, is Web 3 and Web 3.0 different or same?
1: Uh, Web 3 is the extension to the consumer. So if you are utilizing, buying, or selling uh, NFTs, or you're interacting in the metaverse, that is web three. Web 3.0 I, to me is the professional business side of it where investors are involved. These are the people that are, are spending their money in order to build uh, the web three that you use so when you hear investors talk they talk about i invest in web 3.0 when you hear consumers talk they're like i'm going to the metaverse it's web three and so um that's kind of how i see it i don't see any difference between the two other than the relationship that it has between the consumer and the professional or investor uh putting it in there you know web one was supposed to give us something. Web two was supposed to give us something, and all Web two has done is take away from you know our privacy, and you know they're just selling everything. Web three is a new foundation where we own our own privacy again, and so um, I think I think it's moving in the right direction. But I don't see any difference other than the consumer side of Web three. And the business side of Web 3.0. I think I think they're both the same. It's just how do you, how someone is utilizing them.
0: Okay. Uh, uh, so, like, can explain Web three to a beginner uh, who doesn't know the difference?
1: Okay. Um, currently, a beginner is using their internet, and everywhere they go, and everything that they do is tracked and their personal information is sold to other companies that can therefore track you more and uh, sell you more stuff and you're bombarded by ads and everything. Web3 gives you the ability to take care of your own personal identity and you now own yourself. That's, That's the promise of Web3 and the blockchain. Uh, once it's on the blockchain and you own it and it's in your wallet, it is yours. And so even though Web3 is a part of Web2 in the sense that we still use the regular Internet in order to transverse all of this, Web3 is gaining back control of your privacy.
0: Okay. Uh, let's jump. Like I recently read that it has been known that 10% of global GDP will be stored in blockchain by like 2027 or by 2030. Okay. Uh, so let's back come back to NFT. Can an average person buy NFT like as a common person who has no idea? Okay. Like they do not have any idea about what art is what a digital art is why people are buying a picture of an ape doing some video weird Mm. weird weird things right why people buying a picture of a cat right like (laughs) and and these pictures are being sold like they are being sold for in millions right now
1: yes Uh, anyone can buy an nft it is a very it's A very simple process in a lot of ways it's no different than shopping at amazon if you're on the right marketplace the thing is people often see the the apes and the people making a lot of money and they think okay we'll become speculative about making money which one do i choose is it this nft or that nft and my advice has always been first do your own research but buy what you like and you can live with, because one of the problems that the NFT has, the NFT marketplace, is at times it's very illiquid. The people with apes can sell their ape pretty much at any time. But most of the NFTs that are on the market, you could spend four to six or nine months trying to sell. And so the best thing is, is to not buy something that you don't personally love. Um, and don't buy it for speculative reasons. But yes, the average Joe can buy an NFT easily. Uh, set up a MetaMask wallet, transfer some Ethereum to it, go on OpenSea or Looks Rare, and you bought a bing, you, you know, pick out the one that you love. <laughs> pick, right. out the, pick out the NFT. It's, it's really, really simple. It's, it's just, it's not complicated.
0: All right, right. Get it of course uh well as the metaverse is already here and like world is exploring new opportunities uh what do you think the next five years has stored in for us
1: i the next five years is going to be a land rush it's going to be a land grab i think we used to talk about early adopters in the business world or the people that had the network effects. So, you know, these are all web one and web two uh, terms, but they also apply here. The next five years is just going to be exponential growth. And the people who are early, like we are now, are very, very early. It's time to start building your brand. It's time to start building something in the metaverse, because even if it seems like it's going to fail for the first four or five years, by the time year five comes, this thing is going to be real. And you will already have planted the seed of everything that you need uh, to get going, you know what I mean? And so in five years, I think we're going to probably double every year the amount of people interested in the metaverse and web three until the point where it's most of the world
0: all right like nfts is, is like taking up on the gaming industry it is taking up like celebrities are into it everyone is trying to you know take the first step ahead like okay you know what let me do it like i'll be the first in the game right so, yeah, the five years yeah. are going to be great. Yeah. You, yeah, we will be attending all the concerts online, sitting on a couch maybe. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, when you when you think about celebrities and artists and musicians and things of that nature, uh, celebrity really does drive adoption at at the end of the day. And so when Snoop Dogg buys uh, Bored Ape, other people yeah. take note and say, hmm, Snoop has a a board ape, but when Snoop has his own metaverse and releases his NFT in the metaverse, like he just did a couple of weeks ago, I guess it's been a couple of weeks ago.
0: Um,
1: Yeah. Then everybody starts looking, wait, we've got what? Okay. Now we're we're moving forward. Celebrity is a way to get quicker adoption. But, uh, you know, there are people, I love this analogy, your favorite band that no one's ever heard of will still be your favorite band even after everybody's heard of them. So, so you know, there's a yeah. there's a whole ecosystem. There's a whole ecosystem of of people that are into various bands, and I kind of see these ten thousand NFT collections as being like the demo recording that this band released, and they're hoping to get a major label record deal and become a global sensation. But first, they've got to sell their 10,000 copies, (laughs) you know, of their demo. And so it's it's really interesting. Most of the music and entertainment space will be going to NFTs. There's no question about it. Uh, Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, exactly. Like, currently, this time, it's all about building your community, right? If you are an artist, start building your community and the next five or i'll say 10 years will be the best years for you right like yeah community is everything now
1: yeah community is everything and i'm i'm personally really jealous of these people that have the ability to grow a community as well as they do. I mean, some, some people are absolute rock stars um, in growing community. And some are, I'm a, I, my, myself personally, I'm just a storyteller. I'm a, I'm a brand guy. I, I work with founders to make sure that they just stay on, on message all the time. But, you know, there are people where that can build community and it's impressive. It really is. Community is everything in the Web3 world. And the bigger your community or more cohesive your community, the better shot you have at becoming a success. That's there's no question about it.
0: Yeah, right. Uh, So exactly. So like the audience who are still wondering about whether they should start investing in crypto, they should buy the dip or they should invest in this NFT as it is trending or should like should they jump into the trend or like, of, of course, like even if they're doing the research, many people enter it and they fade, you know, like there are losses everywhere. And yeah, due to various well, circumstances. some Yeah.
1: It's, it's funny because uh, there was kind of a joke or a meme going around that when Thanksgiving was here and all the family gathered together, the crypto market was doing okay. And, you know, all the prices were up and everybody was kind of exuberant at that particular moment. So how many family members got talked into buying, let's say, Ethereum at 4000 only to wake up two weeks later and it's at 3000 and, you know, three months later, it's at 2700. So, you know, it's, it's very tough. It's because you can lose a lot of money. You can get liquidated very fast. So, you know, the best advice is to just don't put money in that you can't afford to lose. It's not Las Vegas or a gambling place. Uh, You know, it is a real investment. I have the firm belief uh, that if you take a long-term view and you have the ability, uh, the financial ability to take a long-term view, that in five years, as we were speaking about a minute ago, in five years, yes, Ethereum will probably be 10, 15. Now, this is not financial advice, but it's going to go up. The market always goes up. And so, uh, you know, when, when talking to someone about getting in and wondering, should I follow this trend or should I jump on that trend or no, just do your research, find something that you really, really love. And buy it, but make sure that you have the liquidity that you need uh, to just leave it there. Just leave it there like a stock investment and don't touch it like a retirement account. Almost treat it like it's an IRA and a retirement account. Buy it
0: forget <laughs> right. about it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's a good advice, actually. And even like do do a very deep research even if you're entering into buying a little bit in, uh, and into the crypto world or in, in any NFT or something like that. Just do the yeah. core, core research.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's great yeah. advice.
0: Yeah. Uh, it was really great talking with you, Paul, about all the new things and the school stuff. And on an ending note, I would like uh, to like, uh, can you say a favorite quote of yours or something, a movie dialogue you love, like you would like to share with our audience?
1: Well, I one of my favorite quotes is, I guess from myself, and I don't want to be that guy, but I always like to say, in order to be seen, you must first be noticed. And as a storyteller or a person that works with other companies and their brands, um, it's an important lesson to remember. You stay on your message and in order to be seen, you must first be noticed. So it's all about getting just a little bit of attention because it's almost as if you're driving around the city and you look over and you say, wow, I never knew that was there or I never knew that was there. People, people don't see things so uh that is definitely a favorite quote of mine it's it's something i talk about a whole lot with with customers clients in order to be seen you must first be noticed i think it's very important for people to
0: remember that's wonderful like if people are not yourself in front of them like a pop-up and make them look into what you are what you have to say what you have to do what your values are and then it will be good right
1: right Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly
0: right. Yes. All right, Paul. Uh, it has been great talking with you about NFTs, Web three, and I would say metaverse, of course. So thank you so much for joining the show. Uh, it was really, really wonderful talking and discussing these things with you.
1: Yeah, I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. It was a great conversation, and a lot of fun. Exactly what we what we hope for.
0: Yeah, exactly. We'll be inviting you for another podcast for another topics. Maybe just because of uh, this new things always coming up in blockchain world, I will be definitely reaching out to you for more podcasts.
1: Sounds great. Sounds great.